hate the world today. You're so good to me, I know, but I can't change. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. I want Ming's author of the book, The Shelf Life of a Secret, and my blog, Jesus Divorce and Over 40. You can find all of that on my new website, wandamings.com. Please go to my website, and thank you for listening. Hi, Kevin. Hey, how are you? I'm a little buzz. <laughs> That's kind of my fault. For the I'm, record, everyone, she came in today and was not planning on drinking. And uh, Kevin gave me a shot of I tequila. I talked her into some tequila. What the hell's wrong with you? I look, I look forward to that. I really do. I look forward to our little bit of... I know. Of, uh, you You want a podcast where you drink. It's the only show that, yeah, that I do That's drink, all I could so. do is that one shot of tequila, although that was kind of a heavy pour. I'm just going to show that right now. So, it's October 1st. Today is my uh, brother Charles's birthday. He's way older than me. I can't remember how old he is, but happy birthday to my big brother. It's also the month of your birthday. It up. is. I turned 49 this year. My last year, my 40s. I think I might get a little depressed. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> nah, I don't think you will. I don't, I don't think you give a shit. So a couple weeks ago, I went to my 30-year uh, high school reunion. Nice. 30 years. And I got to tell you, my, I had so much fun with all my high school friends. I mean, there were like 700 of us in my graduating class, but I only hung out with maybe 10, 15 people. Yeah. I'm the same way. I saw my core group of friends, except for a couple of them. They didn't come. But the ones that did, we had so much fun. And you feel like you see these people and they all look the same. And, you know... And we think we look great, and then we look at high schoolers, and we're like, oh, we don't look that good. <laughs> but there's always a couple of those people that you hate that actually do look almost exactly the same, and you're like... I will say, all the guys were gray, except for maybe one or two, and I, and everyone looked the same to me. There were a couple, I literally had to look at their name tag to see, to see who they were. I, See, I think it's what it's I noticed been 30 in my, years. Yeah, but there, I mean, it, what I noticed most of my, I've only been in my 10 year, but was uh, especially among the men, a lot of weight gain. Uh, yeah, there were a couple guys that I was so shocked. I was like, oh my God, you were so hot. What <laughs> happened? And then, I don't know. And one of the guys whom I loved, he was just like this amazing guy. And I'm like, you just turned out great. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> but some of them, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. So anyways, you know, when you go back to being in high school, you act like you're 12 again. Of course. You act like you're 16 again. And everyone's like, you haven't changed. I'm like, well, that's because I'm acting like I'm 16 again. Of course yeah. I haven't changed. But I mean, I really have. I've raised four children. So I've, a lot has been going on. I had my first television interview. Congratulations, by the way. Yes. Nellie Shudo. She does this show on channel CBS 11 uh, called Dallas Fresh. And... Uh, she interviewed me on my book, and I got to tell you, that's a lot harder than I thought it would be. Really? Because it's like a two or three minute segment, and Ooh, she that's asked, a lot to cram in. Yeah, it's well, it's a lot to cram in, and she asks the same three questions, and we have to film it from different angles. And so, me, you know, I never say the same thing twice, and so I, every answer was different to the same questions. And I'm like, you just got to pick one because I go, can I get the, the B reel or the reel that's not online where I'm dropping the F bomb? Because that's more interesting to me. <laughs> oh, and, the, the, like the B roll? Yeah, or, the, or whatever you call it. The stuff that they're editing out because right. Channel 11 is clearly not a, uh, it, you know, it's, you have to, you can't cuss. That's what I was going to say would be that I thought you were going to say why it was hard. It's because no, you know, I you I to... didn't. But like in between takes, I dropped the f bomb. Right. And I'd say things I really. In one point, I said, you know, she asked me why I, you know, wrote the book, and I said, well, I went through a sexual midlife crisis, and she's like, oh, oh we can't say that. 
I'm like, but it's the truth. That's not... Uh, okay. I mean, I'm pretty well-versed in what would be considered offensive material in terms of broadcasting, and I, I think that's totally well, on the level. But if it's, it's, um, if if it's a morning... If her show is really clean, it's yes. a morning show... Then, yeah, morning then, is very okay, safe harbor, very, not safe harbor. Yeah. So I couldn't say sexual, even though I went through a sexual midlife crisis and went a little crazy. I, I couldn't say it, but it's okay. She was lovely. Her name is Nellie Shudo. She's on um, CBS 11. So it's, the show's called Dallas Fresh. So it should be on. And I'll put it on our website. Yes, everybody go and check that out. But it was a lot of fun to do, even though I can't really drop the F-bomb. And it's so funny. When I would give my answers, it'd be fine. But then in between takes, I'd drop the F-bomb and all the crew would laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they weren't laughing it's... at my, you know... G-rated answers. But right. They did laugh at my real answers, so that's good. I'm like, can I it's, just have that version? It's way more fun. They want the refreshing, raw, and real. Yeah. So, Robert, Robert, Robert. You know my little one. I do. You'll never guess what happened to him. Oh man, something bad. God love him. No. Oh okay. His mouth. Oh, what happened? So, what did he say? So we got a decent run the other day. Took off running for football. Got the ball. He got past one kid, another kid took him down, and of course Richard and I were so excited, we're sitting here, we, we watch our kid together in the stands, and all of a sudden we see his coach literally yank him by his shoulder pad to the end of the, uh, where all the players are, mm-hmm. and Richard and I look at each other and we're both like, he dropped the F-bomb. Sure enough, at the end of the game, I go over there, Robert, what happened? Why did your coach pull you aside? I told that kid to get the fuck off of me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, God, that's a proud parenting moment. Yeah, because you totally understand it. So that's what I I mean. How do you react to that? Do you say, oh, you shouldn't have done that? Or are you just like, you know, Oh, you're so sweet to tackle me. Yeah. No, not Robert. He's an asshole. And of course he does it on the sideline where his coach is, you know. Do it on the other side where your coach is going to yell at you. That's true. You can be a little subtle where nobody's going to hear you. Yeah. No, but not Robert. Get your fucking hands off of me. And, you know. Coach is right there, and he says, you know, we're really not going to talk like that. And, I'm, of course, I'm laughing. I'm like, have you met the kid? I, I mean, for not being the the biggest kid, it, I'm always pretty impressed at how many mouth. aggressive, yeah, his mouth and aggressively, I mean, the sports he'll play and whatnot. Oh, it's, I know, hockey. Yeah, yeah, I know. He gets taken out all the time. Because I was like, that is his age, and I was just an enormous pussy. I didn't try to do anything. Oh, Kevin, like. you're so sweet, <laughs> I think. I mean, yeah, uh, Robert's well, not like, that. He's not like that, yeah. He's not that. So, anyway, so today's show, I want to talk about uh, what's going on, and that's uh, the whole Dr. Ford, uh, Judge Kavanaugh um, debacle hearing that's going on. And there's so much to talk about this. And, of course, it's right up my alley, sexual assault. Yes, well, I wanted to get you in here on on Friday. I I tried to come in on (laughs) Friday, but, you know, I was dealing with, you know, Men. God, yeah. Men are a problem. <laughs> I'm getting that. I mean, you know, I tried women. That didn't work either. Yeah. What, what's left? Yeah, I don't know. If, if you exhaust through men, you exhaust through women. There's really no other sex left. You got to stagger and kind of go back and forth. And, yeah, you know, tell, I know. Anyway, so um, I love my boyfriend, but I don't know. It, I just don't get men. I just don't get them. And I don't either, so. You don't get men or you don't get women. Yeah, either. Let's have a I discussion offer, on why help. we don't understand the opposite sex. Yeah. I mean, that book, you know, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From... It makes sense. We don't understand each other. And it doesn't help when you have a psychotic ex who's in the picture constantly just, you know, controlling the show here. I'm like, no, I, that I, never I gotta helps. get past this crap. I really do. Anyways, so 
enough of shit that shouldn't bother me, but it does. That's never going to stop. Yeah, I know. Okay. You have so, mic problems? I am Sorry. having <laughs> mic problems. Okay, so um, Brett Kavanaugh, I, I sat glued to the television watching it on, was that Thursday or Friday? Thursday. Thursday. And he was very, you know, Dr. Ford was very believable. And Judge Kavanaugh was, you know, a part of me thinks that I would be that defensive if someone accused me of something that I didn't do. Yeah. Be like, fuck you. Me too. I didn't do it. I wasn't sure what to think until that section of it. And I'm like, God, you know what? That just seems very righteously indignant or, you know, the way that... uh, So is he... It it, seems the way that I would feel if someone was accusing me. I'm like, this is how I would would think. I would would be be able to bite my tongue. I would be uh, defensive. Yeah. So, okay. But aside from all that, guilty... Innocent. Her story's true, and she, she was assaulted by someone, and that it's clearly affected her because I know what it's like to be a victim of assault, and it doesn't feel good. Yeah. So, regardless of what happens in this, and I've even said this in my book, it doesn't matter what happened to me in the seventies. Nobody really cares. But what I care about is today. What's going on? in high school parties, in college parties, in everyday life with men and women who are in a situation that it goes too far. So do you know that the National Assault Hotline, that phone number, and I'm going to give it to you because I think this is important. If you are sexually assaulted, call this number, 1-800-656-4673. That is the National Assault Hotline. During their um, hearing, their calls went up 147% in one day. So what does that tell you? That some good is being done. A lot of good is being done. Whether he did it to her or whether it was whether she's lying or whether he's lying or forget all that. The point is people are talking about this, and I think that is a huge win. I can't say I believe him. I can't say I believe her. I can't, although his yearbook is a little bit incriminating and his red face, you know, you know, a red face is a dead giveaway if you've been drinking. Yeah. So, and. Or of being angry. Or (laughs) angry. Oh, okay, good point. Uh, So, but broken capillaries, that's what happens in your face when you've been drinking. There's a few moms that would show up at pickup and they'd have red faces. I'm like, oh, you've been drinking. That happens to me if I drink dark liquor every time. Good news. Why Why don't you go pick up your kindergartner? And then she come over to me, hey, can your daughter come over for a play date? I'm like, no. <laughs> Just look at their face. Yeah. So, and I, I looked at all this, and I, and, and I can't really make an assessment. But all I can say is I'm so happy that people are talking about it. Because if you're in a situation, you and I, and you come on to me, and I really don't want it. And I say, you know, Kevin, back off. And you say, oh, you want this. Come on. We've been going at this for years. Let's just do this. Which I would never do, for the record. But no, <laughs> I know you wouldn't. <laughs> no, it's hypothetical. I, this, is all, this is all hypothetical. <laughs> but, and you say, okay, no problem. I just thought I'd try. Yeah. Okay, you came on to me. I didn't want it. I told you I don't want it. And you backed off. No harm, so no foul. So that's no harm, no foul. Okay. No harm, no foul. Okay. Um, but now that this is being talked about, these kids get in these situations in high school, and they're at a party, and they're making out, and she goes, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not interested, but thanks. So the guy, it's up to him to stop. Right. But if he continues, then it's assault. Right. But now that we're talking about this, this can be everyday dinner conversations that we have with our daughters and our sons, because I've got both. I've got 
you know, between me and Randy, we have six teenagers between us. Right. That's a lot of kids. That's a handful. <laughs> That's a lot of kids to talk about this because this is what's going on. What's going on is we get in situations that we can't control. Boys, just today, Emma is wearing these short shorts, and I go, get your ass back upstairs. You are not wearing those. Because they have one of those seams that crosses over and it doesn't connect. Mm-hmm. And they just flare open for the world to see your vagina. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you are not wearing that to school. Well, yeah. Mom, what's wrong with him? All boys think about is sex. Okay, I know that's not totally true. But at that age, it's more. At that more, age, it's, it's, it's a high percentage. Absolutely. And so if this is going on in the news and this is what's being talked about, this is a win. Thank you, Dr. Ford. Thank you for bringing this out to the open. Whether you're making it, whether it's a political play, whether you're, I don't know, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't. The results cannot be challenged. The bottom line is people are calling in the National Sex Hotline saying, I've been assaulted. Because so many people have kept this under lock and key for so many years and won't talk to anyone. And, and that's a good thing. But what's better is that the kids in the situation today can get out of it. And if you're a boy and you're horny, I get it. I totally get it. But if she says no, dude, you got to pull off. you got to back away. And the same with girls. If you're hitting on a guy and he says no, you got to back off. It's like, you know, honestly, my libido is much higher than Randy's. He's always saying he wanted to know. I'm like, why? Really? I wow. really want sex. Can we just do a whole show on that sometime? We I'd could. love to, di- to deep dive into that. We could talk about my that. high libido. Yeah. Okay, but the point is, is like it goes both ways. So, yes, this is a win. This is a huge win for everyone. I mean, maybe not, dark, not, maybe not the judge. Yeah. Maybe not Dr. Ford. But thank you. Huge win. How much time do we have? Um, it's about time for a break if you want to take oh. one. Oh, I have so much more to talk about. But we'll go into break. I'm Wanted Meats. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. You're listening to One Blunt Woman, a mouth that matters. I'm Wanda Means, One Blunt Woman. Why did you play that song? Oh, I know why. I'm always reaching for something that relates back to what we were talking about before the break. So Okay, I, so that thank you for playing that song. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh, um, in his yearbook, there's something he alluded to in a devil's triangle. Like, he said it was a drinking game. Right. But from what I've, other people have said, it's, no, it's not a drinking game, it's, when two guys and a girl. Yes, I've always heard it called, called a devil's threesome. It's a threesome. I've heard that a million and, times. But the yeah. guys can't look each other's eyes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really? Two guys and a girl is called the devil's threesome. I've heard that many times. So, okay, so which is it? What do you mean? I mean, what is he alluding to? Is it a drinking game? <sighs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, listen, if someone were to pull out my yearbook, 
and pull the stuff I said. You yeah. Know, it's, it's a little embarrassing. Of course, you know, there's goofy just, shit like we're that. We're kids and we're idiots. And, you know, for the record, our frontal cortex is our, our brain. It doesn't fully develop till we're 25. And in some cases, I'm going to go with 50 for some of the people I deal with on a daily basis. But, but yeah, I, would hardly I call won't it, name names. I'd hardly call it that damning evidence, by any, you know. Yeah, okay, right. It's not. But, I mean, listen, if you did a three-way, a couple guys and a girl, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't really, I don't care what you do, as long as it's consensual and she's of age. A couple of my friends tag team my buddy's girlfriend at one of my house parties once. I mean, that's that's my rule. She has to be of age and it has to be consensual. That's yeah. all. If y'all want to get into a fuck fest, go for it. <laughs> but <laughs> if, you know, not all parties were. Uh, yes. Yeah. Wanting fuck fest, it, not rape fest. Yeah, a fuck fest, not a yeah. rape fest, right. Have you heard that song, um, Drunk Girl? Uh, it's a country song. No, I am not familiar with that. And tune. I can't remember who the singer is. I was listening to it, and it pretty much says if if you know the difference between a boy and a man is well, a boy is going to go after a drunk girl, but a man's going to take her home. Yeah. yeah. So how apropos that song to be out right now? Yeah, perfect. So I know we were talking about uh, Judge Kavanaugh and what's going on in his yearbook and the sexual assault allegations, but the the main thing that we should glean from all this is that. People are talking about it, and I think our kids have a better chance now if they're in a situation where it's a guy and a girl, and she don't want it. Maybe he'll know to stop, or she'll know to, you know, say, no, I don't want this. It's a message you've definitely hammered home with your sons. I know that. (laughs) I know, my poor son. He's like, Mom, enough. (laughs) He's like, I get it. Talking to my girls about this. It's like, Mom, we get it. I'm like, well, do you masturbate? Mom, that's so gross. Only boys do that. (laughs) Well, you know, not really. So maybe you should learn how your body works. Yeah. I know. I'm a broken record. I say the same thing over and over. So let's move on. Oh, well, no, let's not. Let's. Ann Coulter. Did you hear what she said? Uh, No, no, no. I don't know this one. So, this a couple weeks ago, some, someone had said, well, the problem is the reason Mexicans come over here illegally is because they can't find work, you know, they can't find a good life, and so they come here, and if they have to come illegally, so be it. Right. So, her response was, well, maybe that should be, they can't, if they can't find a girl, an attractive girl that likes them, they rape them. Like, Okay, yes, that, that it's a problem. Indeed, I get that. It's a problem if a guy rapes a girl because he can't get one and so he feels the need to right. you know, put himself on her. That is a problem. But why is that her response? I, I don't know. I think she's got a lot of heat for and, that. Yeah, I, I, I can see it. Because I don't think that's, I mean, was she being race-specific in that? I mean, I, I... You know, she was responding to a guy talking about crossing the borders, right. you know. And, and, you know, so then we get into the argument of, well, do we need secure borders? Well, yes, we need secure borders because we don't want sex traffickers coming over and all that. We don't want the bad guys coming, but, I mean, by all means, let the good guys come. I have no problem with it. Yeah. But how do you weed them out? Well, I mean, you know, we don't get too political on this show, but no, we respect never the get immigration political. process, and you can do it the right way, at least, you know. But why say something so stupid? Yeah, that's... I mean, listen, I put my foot in my mouth all the time. Case in point, everything I say on this show. So I was on my flight... But you're not putting in your foot in your mouth Ann Coulter, like Roseanne Barr style. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no. I know, right? Not from a race state, yeah. But she apologized. Yeah. Don't you love when they apologize? I know I said something why, so horrid, yeah. but I'm sorry. Why bother? Am I, I know, you already said it. It's like... I hate all the time my kids are like, oh, my God, that's so awful. Just kidding. Like, nope, doesn't work that way. Does that mentality carry forward in life? I guess apparently it does. Uh, It shouldn't. So should we do our weekly pedophile report? Yeah, uh, I thought you were going to skip it this week. That you didn't have one. I don't. 
Oh. But we've talked about plenty of sexual assault. Yeah, that's true. One in three women will be sexually assaulted in their life. The, the statistics are so true. What was How do we get one in three? One in three will be assaulted? Yes. That is, like, I think to get that to stop or to certainly lessen is to, by all means, talk about it. And you think that's accurate, though? The one in three? I mean, that's It might be crazy. higher. I don't know. I mean, that's reported. That's staggering. So you know everything's reported. Yeah. So look at me and my two daughters. I'm the one who was assaulted, not them. That's a good point. And I would certainly one kill someone. I would kill someone if they touched my daughters. Yeah. I believe you would. Have you heard that term, um, lawnmower parent? No. I've heard the term helicopter parent. Oh, this is worse. <laughs> <laughs> a lawnmower parent. I just saw this on the news the other day, and I started dying laughing because this is so true. A lawnmower parent is a parent who will um, <laughs> stop any adversity whatsoever that gets in their child's way of living the life they want them to. All right. So think about this. If someone were to, well, you don't have kids, but I mean, imagine your parents. Did they ever, like, you ever trip and fall? Of course. Right. Okay. So, but these parents will go to great lengths. They literally mow over like a lawnmower. They mow over all the high grass that gets in the way of their life. Well, that's not good. The grass isn't always mowed. I mean, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's sometimes it's going to be. And sometimes you might get a sticker in your foot stepping on that. Or you're going to hit a rock or something. You know. But this is so fascinating to me that then now this is now a term. I am not a lawnmower parent. By no, the way. I would not be either. My but parents were not lawnmower at all. If my kids get hurt, I'm like, oh well, maybe you shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. You, I don't what know. do you What'd you learn from it? I know. Another kid died this weekend playing football. That just kills me. And my son's got a game tomorrow. For head injury. Yeah, he took a hit to the head in Georgia and his brain swelled. Oh, I just can't imagine. You know, why am I putting Robert in this football world? Yeah. And he's so little. Yeah. So he has a game tomorrow away, so he gets to ride his first bus. And they're going to McKinney, and he's so excited. He goes, Mom, do you know what the kids do on the bus in high school when they go to their football games? I'm like, no, what? Yeah, I don't know. Because they vape. (laughs) Nice. And drink. And I said, okay. I'm sure all those football players are getting drunk before their football Before the game, game. I yeah. I know. I'm like, who tells you this shit? <laughs> so, I was never cool enough to be on one of those buses, so I have no idea. Well, and that's why I'm making him play football, so he can ride the bus. Yeah. And then he's going to get off the bus, and we're going to be done with this. Because he's too little, and he's going to get hurt. But then again, he's, you know, I'm going to St. Louis with him this weekend to play uh, hockey. Last year when he went, he lined up against a kid who was 6'2". Remember I told you this? And the kid says, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. They're lined up at the puck drop off mm-hmm. and here's Robert all of 60 pounds looking, yeah. looking up at this kid <laughs> and the kid's like I'm gonna kick your ass <laughs> and Robert's like yeah whatever dude <laughs> I mean this is a grown man yeah with, but in 6th grade 7th grade we all grow at different levels so yep. anyway so, I was at Robert's level yeah I was so, short for but he's a tough little I was like a sophomore he is so we're going to St. Louis this weekend I know aren't you from there uh, my full family is. My parents are. I'm not, I was actually born here, but yeah. Oh, but your whole family. Okay, yep. so. An extended family. Yeah. Anywhere you recommend I should go eat? Uh, oh, I got a couple of places. Yeah, really definitely rough. get Emo's Pizza for sure. Emo's Pizza. Emo's Pizza rocks. 
Yep. Okay. If you're looking for a more like touristy kind of place, I can recommend some of those too. That, that are fun, Budweiser thing. Yeah, We've those done are cool. That, um, where you do all that and Ragazzi's is a really cool place. You can see the arch from there, and it's a real yeah. I went to the arch Italian last year. Place. I've never felt more claustrophobic in my life. Oh man, you, there's, I went once as a kid. And there's no way you could get me up in that thing again. Oh, oh, ever. I, I said, "Can we go down?" Right. The second we got up, I said, "Let's go down." And then you and you're in this claustrophobic little, little car, car and, and you go oh. down it. I was like, "I can't do this." Yep. Okay. It's, if, even if you stand outside at the base of the arch and like put your hand on it, it's like, how are, are there people inside of this right now? Like, it's, it's just not big enough for people to be in. But people built that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm so excited because I get to fly American Airlines. And every time I fly American, they always say, we interrupt your, uh, your moment on the plane to offer you 50,000 free miles. Oh, and an opportunity to get more in debt. You know, they offer a credit card, you know? I've signed up it's, for one. Every single time. I'm like, so let's let's get in debt when we can't get online. We don't have Wi-Fi, and yet we could still get in debt. Mm-hmm. This, I think this is, I think it's inexcusable of American to do this. So I raised my hand. I was curious to see what would happen. So she comes over, she brings me the form, and she's got her flight attendant number in there so that she'll get credit for the sale. Yeah. And she stood over me waiting for me to fill it out. Okay, that's weird. Usually they say, we'll come back by later. No, and she's like, well, if you fill it out right now, I can take care of everything for you. And I'm just like, and here I'm just like testing the waters here because I just want to see what really happens. Right. You don't really want the miles. Fuck no. I don't want my uh, credit dinged. And, but this is what they prey on. They're preying on people while they're sitting on a... Oh! I didn't have a credit card until I was like 30 years old, and it said it was that exact situation. Elise talked me into it. She's like, 50,000 miles. She's like, that's so good. I'm like, all right. That's, okay. That's the only credit card I have. Okay. But, but it worked on me. So, and it's like, and if you look at the fine line, it's like 32% interest. People, pay attention. 32% is high. It's extremely high. You do I not want to get a credit card and pay. Th- are Americans dumb? Or do they think Maybe. we're dumb? Or I gotta look and see what my interest rate is. To, you should, Kevin. I really should. I mean, honestly, this is why American Express is so good because it's a charge card. You know, you pay it off at the end of each month, and you don't pay any fucking fees or interest. It's ridiculous. So I was watching um, Forty Eight Hours about the dark web. You know, there's this place Hitmen for Hire. Oh yeah, you can find anything on the dark web. I didn't realize drugs. This. Yeah. And so I'm watching this whole segment on Hitman for Hire, and my friend Kim always says to me, Wanda, you've got enough money to get away with one murder. I'm always trying to think who I would kill, you know, to get away with it. Not that I care, but, you know, it's good to know that I have, you know, just that right amount. Sure. So in watching this, you know, it's the same thing over and over. This DA goes on that was interviewed, the DA district attorney was interviewed with, um, 48 hours, and the quote is the same thing you always see. They seem like a perfect pair. How many times do you hear that? All the time. That's always the rap. How much of Facebook is real? Oh, my God. How much of it is fake? Remember when I did that whole thing called Fuck You Book? Yeah. Yeah, I do. So, I I just, I'm getting this thrown in my face all the time, and I know couples who are going through serious problems, and yet they're still posting crap. Yeah. Like everything's great. Does it make you feel better? A little bit, yeah. To know that everybody's everybody's actually fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all you know to degree. Nothing of how is picture fucked up perfect. You are. Yeah. So I, I watched it and I just there's a few people I want killed. So <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 
That's almost the reason I don't like to even post that much on social media because I just don't want to be phony, you know? Everybody is always like, look at all my picture, perfect shit. And I know, right? I try and be funny every now and then, but it never, yeah. it never plays out. I think it plays pretty well. What, my humor? Yeah. All my I hum- enjoy it. All my humor is pain. Right. So I did get a sweet um, text from my cousin who says, you've got to be the coolest cousin ever, which I thought was so sweet because he saw my book and my podcast and whatnot. And I'm like, no, you're the coolest cousin either, ever because you're a professor at the University of Texas. That's pretty cool. I, and he's, and his, That's pretty cool. And his uh, profile page is Unfuck the World, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I do like that. Do you think he wears that to class? No. Why? I thought UT was liberal. That's a good point. And he's liberal. Yeah. He says the world needs a dose of my truth. Yeah, and for, yeah, I mean, being a college professor is pretty cool, but you know, show business is so cooler. And, you know. So we've had a great discussion today on, I don't know, sexual assault. I don't really want to get into it anymore. I will say I have enjoyed talking to you, as usual. I've enjoyed talking to you as well. I've missed your pinky penis. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't shown it often. Hopefully this isn't anyone's first episode. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> they wouldn't get it. No. I'm one demeans. I'm one blunt man. One, one blunt woman. I've been told that before. Don't forget from tremendous pain comes an enormous amount of strength. You can find my book, The Shelf Life of a Secret, on my website at wandameans.com or you could find it on Amazon.com. Check out my blog, Jesus Divorce and Over 40. Good talking to you, Kevin. I can understand how you'd be so confused I don't envy you I'm a little bit of everything All rolled into one I'm a baby